Brother, you're back. You know, I envy you your leisurely life as a poet here. It must be pleasant. I sometimes envy you as a swordsman. It's an exciting life. Maybe. But I'm getting tired of this way of living, though. One day soon, I'll give it up. Well, now, that's quite an idea. But why are you feeling like that, though? Killers are always killed. The more you kill, the more that you're afraid to die. Welcome back to the Beast King Podcast. And today, this is the Golden Beast Awards, everybody. And this is our best... Golden Beast? Yeah. Best and worst (laughs) of (laughs) 2021. And we're going to start off with the worst. And I'll start it off. So, the worst... Verges on disappointing, misguided, and then just bad. My worst list has a lot of garbage this year. So my <laughs> my list of worst movies are going to be Coming to America. Ooh. Yeah, so certain things should not be made. They don't need to be made. You don't need a sequel for everything. Eddie Murphy is a comedic genius when he's given the right material to do. An extreme letdown. It was supposed to come out in the theaters, and then obviously because of the current pandemic situation, it came out on Amazon Prime, and that was probably the best place for it. And compared to the original, where elements of the original bleeds over into daily life, nothing from the second movie will bleed over into daily life. So, next movie, Gunpowder Milkshake. Terrible movie. Terrible. I did not see that. Terrible, terrible movie. I mean, it was one of those movies that everyone's trying to get on this John Wick train. It just doesn't work. So, next movie, it's going to be Black Widow. I did not like this movie. It was not good. So, next one's going to be Snake Eyes. Bad movie. (laughs) Infinite, also another bad movie. Truly, truly worse. I couldn't keep it to three. So, one of those is going to be The Matrix. Matrix, whatever. Matrix Resurrections. Resurrection, rehash, whatever. You don't spend 20 years to put out garbage. You don't spend 20 years of destroying a good premise with two bad sequels and then ultimately three bad sequels. So it's disappointing. And the only good Matrix movie is the first one. That's the only one you should concern yourself about and then stop. The next one is going to be Mortal Kombat. I don't know what Warner Brothers was thinking when they decided to come up with the concept for this, approve the concept, and then follow through with it. So there were some elements where it was like, oh, well, this could work. But when they put out that maybe seven-minute prologue for Scorpion's background, him losing his family, it was like, yeah, this thing, they got it right. They got it right. And then the whole movie comes out. Then it's just like, why would you even... Movies have progressed such a long way since those early Mortal Kombat movies. Mm-hmm. And this one just continues the trend of those Mortal Kombat movies. Kind of the cheesiness. And I was like, no, the video game storyline is great. All right. So next one is going to be Red Notice. 
It was on Netflix. It's The Rock Irish and Ryan Gladi- Reynolds. With the Rock and Gal Gadot and yeah, Ryan Reynolds. That movie yeah. is terrible. You call it terrible or bad? It is terrible. Obviously, The Rock does a lot of these buddy movies. He's either the straight guy or the funny guy, and then the other person is the foil. He needs to change. He needs to do something else. Because he is the same person in every movie. I agree with that. Because, like, was it Hobson Shaw? He was this character in Hobson yeah. Shaw. Yeah. So he's yet, doing the same thing, whether it be yeah. with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, now Ryan Reynolds. It's just the same thing over and over again. And there will be a sequel because it did pretty well on Netflix. No. No. They did real good on Netflix. No. No. Did not do real good on Netflix. So the next movie is going to be Dune. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Low controversial. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That movie. Are you saying that this is a horrible movie? Or are you saying that this is a bad movie? Yes. Or are you saying this is a movie that cinematically amazing to you, but you understand in your limited scope? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? That you couldn't get, that you just couldn't What are you talking about? No. I'm talking about this movie of our seminal generation. No, no, no. The movie is bad. What are you thinking about? It is only half of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> yo, you cannot put the whole book in one movie. I don't no care. No have to do that. I don't like, care. I, Turn it into a TV series. No, if that's the problem. Done. Yeah, I know it's been done. Dennis Villeneuve, what are you doing, dude? He's doing his job. You were one of my greatest job. directors, he and you screwed up. Uh, he, he, you screwed uh, up twice. Cinematic Triumph. Blade Runner is trash. Yo, you validated your whole, you validated everything you've ever said. Blade Runner is trash. All right. So, moving on, I'm going to say Space Jam. That movie, again, not every movie needs to be remade. Not every movie needs a sequel. Not every movie needs to be reimagined. And another Warner Brothers <laughs> flop. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would probably say maybe worse than The Matrix. But this last movie is worse than everything. Oh. This movie was actually, I guess, it was filmed in 2018, 2017, and it was deemed unreleasable. And that movie is Chaos Walk. Oh, th- you took that from my list. <laughs> 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 oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, let, but let, it, let it have it, dude. Let it this have is it. Oh, my God. basically a holdover from one of those times where <laughs> the teen novels were big was trying to find the next Hunger Games. Not everything works when you put that on the screen. The company producing the movie deems it to be unreleasable. They don't want it released. They just throw it out on streaming just because they have to do something (laughs) Uh to possibly recoup the money. It's That movie is just a poor representation of the teen novel. This one tries to switch it up a little bit because non-acting Daisy Ridley is non-acting Ooh, in this she, movie. She is not good. And Tom Holland, who can act, and Nick Jonas, and I'm trying to think who else is in it. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen, the dude that did uh, Southern Anarchy. He's in that. I'm like, oh man, come on. Like, that's good. Should be a good cast, but no. Again, it's just one of those teen novels that someone got the rights to it. And it was like, yeah, we could do this. And production wise, and not everything that is a teen novel should be made into a movie. So, 
for my best of, I'll just keep it short. One of the outliers, I want to put a movie that probably no one has really seen, but that is No Sudden Move that had Don Cheadle in it. No Sudden Move. Yeah. So it is a period piece crime drama movie that has a lot of interweaving. Every character that you see somehow in the movie plays a part into what How did I miss this? How did I miss this? Del Toro is also in the movie. So it starts off in a home invasion. They're basically trying to find a person that he's high up on this company's. Hey, don't spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, it, but he's basically high up on this company's food chain. Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro are told to force them to give up a secret, but they don't know what the secret is. One of the other guys that is on this job with them winds up killing everybody. It starts off like, oh man, what do we do? How do we screw this up? How do we make things right? And it just kind of works that way from there. No sudden move. Good movie. Another movie that, again, is an outlier. And it's something I just think about from time to time. It's a green night. I can't say it's a great movie. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't have put it on my best list. It's just an honorable mention. It's something yeah, that... Okay, I can, yeah. I can. So, the three movies I have are, unfortunately, comic book movies, which are Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, and The Suicide Squad. They're all good for different reasons. That's all I can say. I mean, yes, it's kind of an easy cop-out just to give it to a comic book movie, but those are probably the best movies. But go ahead, Keith. Pop it out and say that my list is not quite as dynamic as yours. So I'll go through, say, the good, the bad, and the shit. We'll start with the shit. Matrix Resurrections. Enough said about that mess. That was a complete goddamn train wreck. Um, yeah. I'm going to not delve too deeply into how badly that was. But Let's that do the was podcast a podcast for it. But yeah, that was. But that was a, such a misstep. Clearly, the other Wachowski is the creative force in that group. Got no clue. Either that, it was self sabotage. I'm going to follow that up with Thunder Force. Thunder Force on Netflix. Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. I remember seeing some stuff about that. Basically, the general premise is that two great school friends come back together when Octavia Spencer develops a serum to give people superpowers. Melissa uh, McCarthy yeah. gets super strength. Octavia Spencer becomes invisible, I believe. And they become a superhero team called Thunder Force. And it's supposed to be play on the whole superhero genre, deconstruction slash joking about it and everything. Wasn't funny. Um, I'm a fan of both Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. But I kind of knew this movie was going to be a train wreck before I even saw it. And I saw it and I was like, yeah, this is, this is good. I'm going to follow that up with Spiral starring Chris Rock. This is the soft reboot of the Saw franchise. Jigsaw Killer is back. Chris Rock's got to find out who it is and track him down and stop him from accomplishing anything. His father is played by Samuel um, Jackson. Cop by Samuel Jackson. Chris Rock and his new partner must track down the Jigsaw Killer, this new Jigsaw Killer, and stop the madness that is occurring. The traps were not inventive. The kind of situations they were put in didn't work. Chris Rock when he was allowed to be Chris Rock, let himself be himself, he was good. When he tried to be serious, hmm. focused on that hard element, it didn't work. It's not that he couldn't read the lines right. It just felt way too out of character for him. So 
There was a shining moment when, like, five minutes into the film, Chris Rock is working a drug deal. And he's hilarious. And he goes out there. So mm-hmm. I could see him in a nice, funny, or good buddy cop film, or even something that was serious like this, with that same tone. But it just went off the deep end when it took itself too seriously. In the end, it didn't work. I don't think they had the right behind-the-scenes talent write it or come up with clever traps and situations to put them in for it to work. It just didn't work. Finally, in the shit category, I'm going to say Venom. Let that yeah. be carnage. That yeah. was just not good. Yes. Watched it. So the first Venom, I was like, eh, it's not good, but it's not horrible. This was just bad. I, and I don't understand how anyone can just love this so much. I think people are enamored with the R rating. It didn't turn into Venom versus Carnage. It was Venom versus Carnage and Carnage's girlfriend. Yeah. And they had these gags with their old girlfriends coming in. It was just dumb. Tom Hardy is like, he does a decent Eddie Brock, but for whatever reason, no one's kind of reining him in because he went way too far with uh, how he was acting as Eddie Brock. Yeah, because I think he had a little bit more say on this movie. He's he's making him way too manic. It didn't make sense to me. You know, I'm just going to keep it as a shit. The bad word wasn't necessarily bad movies. They were just mediocre films. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to rag on them too much. Let's go to the good. Except for Chaos Walking. <laughs> no, Chaos Walking was some straight trash. That was my shit list. The shit list is movies that I would not subject to anyone else to watch again. Move on over to the good. And I'm going to say Judas and the Black Messiah. It was a heavily biased film, told only one side of the story. But it was... A good film, all, all the same. Yeah, it was about Fred Hampton. Uh, but it was written by Fred Hampton's family. They were just straight up letting them know that these are the true events that happened. What happened was it was a conspiracy to kill <laughs> Fred Hampton. So, biased as it was, it was still a good film. I'm going to follow this up with Wrath of Man, Guy Ritchie film. Not a great film, yeah, but there yeah. were moments in that film that I was like, this is good stuff. Sorry, it's got Jason Stratham in it. It's got quite a number of folks in, in it. Jason Statham is a star, but Scott Eastwood. basically, uh, <laughs> yes, Scott Eastwood was in it. Scott Eastwood was good in this. It's generally kind of mediocre in a lot of stuff. And I still had picked him to be the replacement Captain America, the Captain America that maybe should have been in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but he has he, that Chris Evans look that would have pissed people off enough to do that job well, but go ahead. I agree with you. Scott Eastwood needs to stick with character acting. They need to stop trying to shoehorn him in into leading roles, and he needs to stop taking just any leading role he can get. He should do smaller parts and bigger movies and build his cred up because there's something there. I would hate for him to just get one flop too many and just be relegated to BS on the side of the road or something like that. So, But he did pretty good in this with Guy Ritchie. He does well with good, competent directors who can manage him. Guy Ritchie had him be a underlying sinister force, an outlier in this group of uh, bank robbers. And I liked how Wrath of Man was almost Quentin Tarantino-esque in that there was multiple stories being played out. Guy Ritchie, he'll have a bunch of stories playing out in his movies, but this one was regimented differently than his previous films. So I appreciated that. But all in all, I found it to be an enjoyable film. It was good action, fun to watch. There were a few scenes in there that just had me like, oh, this is good. So Wrath of Man, one of my one of the years best. I'm going to move it over to another surprising movie. I knew it was going to be good, but it's surprising in that the actor Bob Odenkirk was in it, and that's called Nobody. There were a couple moments that didn't quite work out well, but in the John Wick tradition, you have a unassuming and aging leading actor taking center stage as an assassin badass in the film. 
fight scenes and the fight choreography was all pretty much phenomenal. His kind of old man maneuvers and a guy getting back into the game again, I think it played out a lot better than it did in John Wick, whereas Keanu Reeves looked like he was always the shit. Bob Odenkirk's character was just shaking the rust off of himself. Did a phenomenal job in that. So that was one of the best. Next up is Snyder Cut of Justice League. I don't think I need to say too much about that. If you go on the internet and you just understand that I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be that good. I didn't realize how much a director's edit can change a film and change the whole tone of a film. That Justice League just made up for the entire, all the missteps that they had with the previous DC Cinematic Universe and set the stage for what's to follow. Downside is that Warner Brothers is going to erase the whole thing, but we've got Justice League and Zack Snyder got to finish his movie. Finally, my last film, I'm going to say Dune. Denis Villeneuve, his film Dune is, it's one of no, the best not. films. It's no, one of the not. best looking. No, it's not. What's that? It's, no, it's, it's one of the best looking no. films. No. Sound. No. Music. No. Acting. No. Phenomenal cast. No, no, no. Seven Absolutely. The cast was spot on. The movie and the story done well. It was spectacular. I loved every minute of it. I can watch any part of it. I can just, the minute it comes on, I'll sit there and just watch the whole movie all over again. Phenomenal film. I'm not sure anyone who doesn't like it, seek medical attention. Yo, don't mess with me like that. (laughs) This movie is phenomenal. I love it. Can't wait for the second part, which they had not started filming yet, but he's working on it now. It's in pre-production as we speak. Phenomenal. It's going to be great. Those are my picks. So those are the Golden Beast Awards for 2021. Dune is trash movie. <laughs> I don't like it, and I will never watch that movie again. Consequently, also another one of us movie. <laughs> All right, so Beast Game Podcast. gang the only movie critics you can trust won't be found here